Yo. Hey everybody, welcome to Chaos of Ringside. I'm your host, Shouty Gilchrist. That guy over there, they called him the sprawl god of chaos everywhere. Uh, that'd be Mr. Artemis. And I say that specifically because there's a really funny story that I want to tell you about because I read this and it just like made me made my day, made me feel really happy. Cool. Um <clears throat> so we'll start there because it doesn't have anything specifically do with wrestling. It's actually an interview that Daniel Bryan did where he was talking about the young guys of wrestling. And when he got to MJF, he was talking to MJF apparently like backstage at some point. And MJF said that he was the he's his nickname, I guess, was the sprawl god because he is immune to the double leg takedown. <laughs> he can be taken down with a single leg, but he can't be taken down with a double leg. This gets even better with the fact that this nickname for him, or I assume he gave it to himself, comes from his freshman year of high school, the only year he um, amateur wrestled. So, <laughs> so with to entertain, no reason to do it. That's the level of douche he is just on a day-to-day basis. So there you go. That's amazing. Yeah, I really liked that when I heard that. I was like, oh, yeah. And even uh, Brian Danielson said, uh, yeah, it's basically this up, turned up to 11. Okay, that makes sense. So, uh, but okay, so yeah, I just wanted to get that story out there because that's just too funny not to share. Oh, that um, is fantastic. So yeah, we're going to talk about wrestling. Lots of stuff happened in AEW, obviously, that we were watching because that's what we do for AEW Marks. Um, what else did uh, happen in the world? Do you have anything like that's out there, or do you want to just start going through companies? No, let's just start going through companies. All right, let's see here. Um, I'm trying to think if I've heard anything. I thought I had something for Impact, but I can't remember if there was anything specific. Let's see. Um, well, I guess for AAA, it's kind of an AEW story, but it, it definitely involves AAA that Kenny Omega is going to be relinquishing the um, what's the title called? The um, oh, I can't remember. I really can't remember the name of the title. The, you know, the AAA title that's held for like more than a year, almost two years at this point. It's the AAA Mega Championship. Mega Championship. I knew it was something close to his name. Yeah, so he has to relinquish it because he's going on hiatus, and it's like a legitimate injury. So that's going to be, they're going to, I guess, do a tournament to figure out who's going to be the new champion. So nope. uh, that'll be interesting. It's, it's not a tournament. It's a match. It's a single match. Okay. It's like a, uh, as of right now, I think there's five people in the match. So it's, a, it's like a five-way match right now. So it's going to be like one of those old school Armageddon matches from the WWE video games. Kind of, yeah. Uh, as of right now, uh, the competitors, let me try to remember it without having to look it up. It's uh, Vikingo, mm-hmm. uh, Bobby Fish, oh, which is pretty um, cool. Yeah, that's um, cool. Shit. Uh, Andrade. Right. 
God damn it, I'm going to have to look it up. It's going to be a good match already because they're, they're relying on guys that are signed to AEW. And that seems to be the formula for AAA as far as I could tell from that pay-per-view. So, um, let's see. What else did I see out in the world? Oh, while you're looking that up. Oh, that's right. Bandito. forgot Bandito was announced for the match. Bandito, okay. Uh, Oh, and the, yeah, so it's, okay, I got it now. Uh, I was slightly wrong. Andrade's not in the match. It's, uh, it's Bobby Fish, Mm -hmm. um, Viking, uh, Samurai Del Sol, also known uh, as Kalisto. Right. Um, Bandito. Right. Who is freaking awesome? And the fifth member, the fifth person is Jay Lethal. Okay, well, so yeah, there's still a lot of AEW represented there. I'm, I'm guessing that Bobby Fish and Jay Lethal won't win because no. it's just going back to what they had before. Yeah, if I had to, I mean, I don't, I'm obvious, I don't know like storyline or anything really with AAA, but if I had to guess, I would say the winner is most likely. Either going to be uh, Hio Del Vikingo would probably be my first choice. Oh. Uh, and then, if not him, probably Bandito. Right. Of course, unless but, they announce that Mr. Iguana is going to be uh, put in the match, <laughs> then they, clearly he becomes the favorite. Right. Yes, um, obviously. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. I, I don't, like. I wish I could follow AAA more, but it's just man, it's hard to find, even if you know where it's to very look. Different too. Yeah, but then um, as far as like uh, New Japan, I did hear a story from there, um, which my brain might have just got rid of. Damn it! Oh well. What's the story that I heard from New Japan? I'm really like man. I had it, and then my mind went blank, and now I don't have it. Oh, there it is. So again, it, everything is pretty much for me AEW related, but apparently, um, New Japan is going to be airing or has aired. It's, it was really close; either just happened or was about to happen. Uh, John Moxley's first match since rehab. It was actually uh, filmed in like October, but it's going to be like put on TV very soon. It's a tag match. Um, I think Him again. And, uh... Was it the one? Is it the one where it's him and uh, and Kingston taking on Archer and uh, Suzuki? Yeah, that sounds right to me. Yeah. So technically, it's his first match, like the first match we're going to see after that. But it was filmed before, so that was something I saw in the news recently. Yeah. Oh, currently, uh, just for a little bit of New Japan news. Uh, currently, the World Tag League is going on, as well as the Super Juniors Tournament, which is always a big deal. Right. Um, and the Tag League, uh, it looks like, at least as of right now, uh, as of this recording, uh, currently, uh, Naito and Sonata are up with 10 points total. So they're, in, they're first in their group. Okay. And then... Which I, I think is Group A, and then Group B, it's uh, Zach Saber Jr. and Tai Chi. Okay, well, that's good to know. I so this is, is it the junior heavyweights or the heavyweight uh, tag titles? It's heavyweight. Oh. I, I, I said it's it's. Uh, well, you don't know names, I guess. I forgot. So yeah. Tensi and Naito, you should remember, but I guess you know, is 
former world heavyweight champion. Okay. I, like, um, I'm at the point in Japan where I don't remember the names, but if like I saw them, I'd be like, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. That's from yeah. And then Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. are the former mm-hmm. world tag league cha- or former New Japan heavyweight cha- tag champs, I think. I don't think they're currently the tag champs. I think they're former. So I thought they lost it to Tonga and Tamatanga. Tamatanga and Tonga. Girl is a destiny. Yeah, that's what's. <laughs> that sounds right from what I remember is that, that though the Girls of Destiny were the ones that had the titles, but I mean that could change. But I feel like they had just won them. Yeah, Tamatanga Tongaloa. Good God! <laughs> you racist for not knowing Tonga Tonga and Tongaloa. Yes, I know. I'm sorry. Um, all right. Well, there, there we go again. We always want to do more New Japan. It's just that we suck as being New Japan watchers. Is what really happens. Um, so I guess that'll get us into America. Um, as far as like WWE stuff, I did see something like I saw a bit of a promo from Roman Reigns that he kind of hinted that he might be, um, done like wrestling soon. At least that's what the internet seemed to blow up with. Um, yeah, it was like, so I saw the clip of it and basically he comes out and he says like, when I'm done here, which might not be that long from now. Um, you know, people are going to remember me and have to acknowledge me. So, like, that no. line of might not be that long from now has got a lot of people stuck and they're like, oh, shit, is he getting ready to, like, you know, move on? Which I couldn't, I could see it happening. I don't know if it's going to. I could see, I could definitely see it happening, though. Yeah, so. I mean, it's possible. But, yeah. I mean, for the WWE's sake, I hope not. Yeah, no. basically, let's let's take that last pillar that's holding up the roof, like <laughs> just knock it out. In that Daffy Duck cartoon where Bugs is drawing everything, that stick that he holds up the whole scene with—that's what Roman Reigns is at this point. <laughs> they, I mean, they sure as shit haven't built up anyone else. So, yeah, no, I, yeah, I can't name anybody. Um, I mean, yeah. Big E's the champion on Raw, but like, oh yeah, they Big haven't. They haven't really done much to like build him up, though. Yeah, that's true. He lost to Roman, which honestly, you, Roman's untouchable. Well, that's fine. I, mean, I would like. I'm not saying I because the storyline, as far as I don't care about Survivor Series, but nobody Roman does. Roman is untouchable. There was nothing to lose by having Big E have that moment of beating him without with nothing on the line. There was no title change, no nothing. Just you know, Survivor Series pride, like. I could definitely have seen a really good argument for having Biggie win that match, but yeah, but uh, they can't because because Roman well, is Roman's everything to the WWE. Like, I, there's there's a reason why they they basically have like everyone writing and working on Roman Reigns, and they have nobody really working on the rest of the company at all. Right, like everything is funneled into like Roman Reigns storyline and everything. Right. Yeah, no, that's I got nothing to say about that except for yeah, that's that seems to be right from what I can tell. Uh, it's and then you know and the other part of it is like I would be I might sit down and watch Raw just because just because we do this, but I'm not sitting down to watch three you know, like five hours of wrestling that I'm probably not going to enjoy most of to just do this. That's the problem. So like, well, I mean, really to be fair, we really should be talking about the WWE anyways. 
Like we're talking about wrestling. We're not talking about entertainment. <laughs> they still technically have a ring. So I think we have to address them every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, I guess. The show's called Ringside. I mean, if you want to be technical about it, we should probably be talking about boxing and UFC too, but that's even worse than me trying to figure uh, out. Each we way. should probably start watching the Tiger Mask anime that aired a while back too. And then that way we can talk about that since it had a ring in it. Actually, I would legitimately really watch that, but that's that's a completely different thing. <laughs> it um, wasn't bad. I watched I watched some of it. It wasn't bad. Like I watched it when it first came out. It was it wasn't bad. It has New Japan wrestlers in it. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a nerdy thing that combines two nerdy things. So I'm all for I mean, it. I consider I would consider that Tiger Mask anime to be more wrestling than WWE. So. All right, so with all that out of the way, unless you have anything else that you saw from WWE that uh, we should touch on. Uh, no, I don't think we should touch anything with that from WWE with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so we'll move on to what we actually watch, which is obviously AEW. Um, <laughs> let me think. Oh, uh, us dirty. Our, we're dirty, dirty, disgusting AEW, Marks. We, you know... We we are like we 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 like wrestling in general. We do, but AEW definitely has most of our attention at this point. Because it's um, the easiest thing to watch that's not WWE. That's fair. That's a that's a fair point. Like because I watch Impact Wrestling if it were on a channel that existed anywhere outside of like the Northwest. Yeah. If I had if I had free access to Impact Wrestling, like up to date Impact Wrestling, because mm-hmm. you can find stuff of impact wrestling on like YouTube and stuff, but it's like older. It's not like up to date. You know what I mean? So if I could, if I could watch episodic impact wrestling, I would. Right. So. Yeah. Honestly, in new Japan, the biggest downfall for me is they just need an app. Cause like I can watch it, but I have to like go to an app, pull up a browser get the website, log in, do all that stuff. If they just had an app that I could just click it. I yeah, it's not even an app. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. If they had an app, it'd be a lot easier. But yeah, just trying to get onto the website and then like finding yeah. everything. Yeah, it makes it kind of tough. I know that, but to be fair, New Japan's not really like episodic. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like they have like a, I don't know. Well, I mean, New Japan's strong is like every week. Yeah. No, you can watch, like, I, because I did sit down and watch New Japan, but yeah, it's definitely not like a, it's basically just a series of events. Like, you watch it, it's like a three-hour event in one arena that's telling the story, and then it goes to the next arena, it's a three-hour event, but it's not like um, an episode uh, that's following storylines that much. It's mostly just match, 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 done. So, but, you know, I'm fine with it. It's, It's their style, and it works, but yeah, again, it's just, um, and again, this is a very first world problem. It's just not convenient. So every time I decide, like, oh, I want to watch New Japan, just the thought of turning over to do it, it's like, oh, that's too much work. And I'm a lazy American. I will I'm say gonna... a part of that is also the reason why I love Wrestle Kingdom so much. Mm-hmm. Is because on a company that is based so heavily on on in ring performance, right. Wrestle Kingdom being their like rest their well their WrestleMania basically right. is like their and it's also like easily their most worldwide like watched thing. Right. Like yeah. it is like New Japan Wrestle Kingdom in particular is like 
like that show is where you will you will see the best like in ring wrestling like in ring performances of any of like any company basically all year round. Right. Yeah, it, it's definitely up there. Like I, you can make arguments, but I think for match to match, especially because they have so many in that show, um, yeah, really hard to beat it. Man, it's so good. I love like as hard as it is for for me to like catch New Japan stuff. Mm-hmm. I will go out of my way to make sure I watch Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do. Um... Because I know it's coming up. Maybe we can do something for it when it shows up. Either watch it after and talk about it or... Uh, yeah, it's the beginning of January. It's like the first... <laughs> yeah, it's like the first week of January, basically. Yeah. I, I would love to stream it, but I don't have. I don't think I have that in me again to do it live. So we, yeah, to... I was going to say, we, we, we streamed New Japan once. <laughs> uh, it was a fun night, but yeah. no, I was It very was fun, but very difficult to do. But definitely watching it afterwards and even like watching as a watch along and talking about it might work. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, besides that, since there's nothing else to move on to, we'll move on to AEW. And I'm going to start off by saying fuck some people on the internet. Um, well, I mean, yeah, that goes without saying. That's like, that can just be like a weekly announcement. Like, I like to start off by saying fuck people on the internet. Yeah, instead of doing leaving comments on stuff, I just save it till we get here, and I just talk about it. Um, so I saw a picture from uh, Rampage before I watched it. The um, and the Adam Cole and uh, Orange Cassidy, you know, the tag match. But the reason I think of those two is it showed the you know the spot where Orange Cassidy came up behind Adam Cole and had his thumb up, you know, in mm-hmm. classic Orange Cassidy. Yeah, they basically were just shitting on um, Adam Cole's AW run, saying if you think that um, Adam Cole's peak wasn't in NXT, you're just an AW simp, is what it said. <laughs> so I love it. The guy just fucking got there. Yep, just got there. Clearly building something really cool that's going to basically be a, a civil war with the elite, as far as I can tell, and is having a match with Orange Cassidy who, it's fucking Orange Cassidy. Like, they've they've watered it down, but it's still him. So that's what you have to expect from that match. Like, and I think it went really well. I watched the match, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That was a perfectly fine, like, spot. And that wasn't even that Orange Cassidy-ish-ness, if you know what I mean. I don't know, just, it pissed me off, but I don't leave internet comments, so I wanted to say it here. Fuck the internet, and fuck people that are just, like, all I mean, shit on everything. That's like a, I, I'm not gonna lie, dude, that's a Disco Inferno kind of comment right there. Yeah. Like, if every single match isn't propelling him further and further, then he is stale and shit, basically. Yeah, no, I it's just that at the moment he's in a feud with Orange Cassidy, and that's how an Orange Cassidy feud goes. It doesn't mean the matches aren't good; it just means you have to know what to expect. And like when they get to that singles match between the two, Orange Cassidy will do what he does every time he has one of those matches. He'll turn it on; it'll be fucking awesome. So, and people, yeah, I mean, listen, people suck. It's that simple. Yeah. Besides that, though, um, I don't. Uh, I really like the Eddie. I'm just Rampage is recent in my mind because I just watched it today. 
But I really did mm-hmm. like the Eddie Kingston Daniel Garcia match. I oh, like yeah. the um, storytelling of uh, Kingston hurting his knee and just like selling that throughout the match. It was really good. Dude, I've, man, Daniel Garcia is so good. Yeah. I, like, holy I, shit. I'm not sure who I want to have the like the win in the overall feud because both Eddie Kingston and that group need the win because neither of them have yeah. won something for a while. But I'm not sure who I want to actually come out on top. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with that. I, oh, man, though. Like, I love both of them. I, I got to say, I, in terms of just, like, who they've worked with since they've gotten there, mm-hmm. man, Daniel Garcia and, two, like, 2.0, Mm-hmm. Like they, man, they've really. I'm I'm surprised, just like based because I didn't know anything about them, you know, really yeah. before they got there. I barely, I didn't know anything about Daniel Garcia, and the only thing I really knew about 2.0 is just like the little bit I saw on NXT, which wasn't much because they weren't being utilized really a whole lot. Right, so except like, for you know Rubik's cube head. You're very well yeah. done. Yeah, I love that. I, dude, I, man, I, if you ever watch Being the Elite and watch um, their like their segment mm-hmm. in it, oh my god, they are so funny. I, I, actually, I, I love those dudes. I was gonna tell you, I actually have good news. I did watch Being the Elite this week, and um, nice. I really did enjoy it. And my favorite part was Kenny Omega drinking the monster and starting yeah. to That was the callback to when they quote unquote killed Adam Cole on the show. Yeah, it was, I just and really he was afraid Cole was about to do that to him. Oh, that was fantastic. Uh, no, the the overall show this week was good. I like the fact that they um incorporated at least a little bit of the uh, the wingman, at least uh, with uh, what's his name, which I can't remember. Uh, what what's his name? I I know him. I just don't want to call him Dolph Ziggler's brother. But it's been a while since I've seen him, so his name's Ryan Nemeth. Thank you. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, his name's not sticking because he's not on Dynamite or um, Rampage, and I haven't watched him dark as much as I should. So, you know, his name's just Little Ziggs. It's all good. Yeah. It's Little I, Ziggs. Little Z. I did find his part funny. Yeah, overall, I just I really like the show. And hopefully he's, really, he's another one, it. man. Like He's really – he's fun. He's a cool dude. Yeah. No, he, like, That's one of the things I love about watching BTE is, like, and it's just like, and also like vlogs in general, like Sammy Guevara's vlog and uh, Adam Page's vlog. Like watching these things, even though they're like time consuming and stuff, they give me so much of like an insight to like other people that I won't necessarily see a whole lot of, and just like seeing their personalities and stuff. Right. I've been joined by like we haven't seen Dustin. We haven't we haven't seen Dustin Rhodes, you know, a whole lot lately. But I'll tell you what, I can tell you for certain, he's in the back every week defending his Sammy Guevara vlog title. <laughs> I did not know every week there. back there defending it. Uh, he's a so, fighting champion. Yeah. I like I said, I have to I have I don't know if I'll ever get into Sammy's, but I'm definitely gonna make an effort to make being the elite part of my thing and try and get back in the dark because it is a really great place to see the people that are coming through. Yeah, um, absolutely. So let's see what else. Because again, Rampage is just in my head. Uh, Rio's going to challenge Britt Baker for the title, so that's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, she picked uh, up the non-title win. 
Yeah. And she did it cleanly. Like there was no like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. either interference that went wrong or anything. It was just a pinfall win. So good for her. Uh, what was the other stuff? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. She hasn't been around really for a while. So yeah. obviously she's going to like, obviously she's not going to win the title, but like that should be a good match. She was always like, she's always been really good. Yeah. Their match on just on rampage was really good. I thought. So yeah. I'm excited to see what happens with the title match. Um, oh, and Tony Nese challenging Sammy Guevara. I think oh, that's going to yeah. be good. Oh, that's going to be killer, dude. Oh. Tony Nese is so good. We, have, we haven't been able to see it because he's been, you know, dying in the WWE. Right. But, no, I, like... Ooh. I did watch an episode of Dark, um, like, last week, and he was on it. And, yeah, no, he's yeah. really good. I'm like I knew he like he always looked good, but you're right. I never got to see him really let go because the WWE kind of sucks for you know everybody that's not Roman Reigns. So. Yeah, sorry, you know you guys can hate us all all you want, but it's the truth. Yeah, if you're not Roman Reigns, basically, then you're yeah. not getting treated all that well. I there's yeah I don't know what else to add to that. I hope it changes, but well. Vince is still look at, look at that shit Xavier Woods is going through right now with all the loyalty he's shown them. Uh, poor Xavier Woods. And he would have so much fun going against the elite, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, seriously, like, I mean, obviously, I mean, this is, this is news that we haven't talked about. Like, I know we okay. kind of skipped over WWE, but just really quick, like, mm-hmm. Xavier Woods is going through some, like, shit right now with his... Uh, with like his his show and everything, right? And basically, he wasn't getting any money from it. So like, he's like, like taking all the money for his online show. Basically, yeah. Like they've basically been taking just about everything from up, up, down, down. That's fucking stupid. I don't like. I just I don't get it. I know a lot of people have said this. I don't get why the hell WWE cares. Like. I get monitoring it because you want to make sure that they're not putting out an image that's not um, equal to what you want for the company. I get that. But as long as the content doesn't offend the company's standards, what the fuck does it matter what they're doing? Like, at all. Especially when they're not using their WWE likeness. Right. Or, like, Xavier or, Woods is Austin. Like, he's using Austin Creed. Right. You know? Adam Cole, and, when he was on there, he was just the Chugs. <laughs> like that's who—that's what he uses. Like he's—he's he's Chugs. Uh, well, one day he will be the manager of the Dark Order. It's the same thing. It's the same. I mean, he uses the same thing when he's now that he's doing AEW stuff with the Evil Uno. Like they're right. doing a lot of gaming. They do a lot of stuff on the AEW Games Channel and stuff. Even on there, he's Chugs. Yeah, that and, is his online, like gaming name. Like, are they playing games? And my other question is, is Evil Uno wearing the mask while playing games? Yes and yes. Okay, good to know. Like, just both. a little bit ago, they were playing the beta for Halo Infinite together. Right. I just, like, I can't imagine playing in a Lucha mask would be easy. Like, it shifts a little bit, then you can't see part yeah. of the screen. No, he, he, he wears it, like, he wears it whenever he is, like, being recorded, basically. Yeah, there was, like there he was wears story, it all the time for his vlogs and everything. There was a story that I didn't really check out, but apparently, if you watch uh, Roads from the Top or Roads to the Top, 
Um, there's a shot in the backstage where they accidentally show him without his mask. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't wow. remember which episode, but I just I remember seeing like a story like, oh, they accidentally revealed Evoluno. So, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. That sucks. Um, what else happened? I'm just gonna keep going through um rampage. What else cause... happened? I mean, there's one major thing that happened that we what haven't other... talked about yet. Well, yeah, I'm gonna, we're coming to that. We're going to get to MJF and CM Punk. Don't you worry. I've got like okay. 15 minutes of just, you know, nerding out about it. Um, I was trying to think if there's anything else that was interesting from Rampage because I just watched it. I'll get it. my tissues ready. Gotcha. And not because I'm going to be crying. Well, <laughs> the other thing before we get into that <laughs> I, that I'm really looking forward to because I like the idea that because um, it's one thing that we've We've been kind of uh, not great about AEW. The fact that they kind of throw away feuds. There, oh, like there's yeah. be another FTR uh, Lucha <clears throat> Brothers match. This one's going to be uh, two out of three falls. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I, um, that's going to yeah. be so good. Um, I, yeah, I've got nothing to say about that, but just can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to see what happens. That's going to be awesome. Oh. That was the other question I was going to ask you, just because I like to gauge your interest on things. Uh, so I guess they announced for next week's Dynamite, uh, it's going to be, um, I think it's Austin. Yeah, it's Austin Gunn and Billy with against Darby Allen and Sting in their tag. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So, like, are you like, no, not Sting, or have they been using him just enough where it's like, oh, okay, we can have another Sting match now? No, that's fine. I... The I like the uh, I'm I'm curious I'm I, I'm very curious because like this is gonna be the first like real dynamite slash basically non dark that we're seeing of like heel heel gun club you know what I mean yeah no and for the most part I'm dark even though I'm not recently. Austin it, Austin's not in the match it's it's Colt it is Colton okay so yeah. um. But yeah, so most of what I've seen, though, yeah, on Dark with them, they, they've just been beating Jobbers. So this is also going to be the first time they're fighting, like, kind of a known tag team for the most yeah. part. So I think they have, I mean, I think they have high hopes for both of them. But mm-hmm. I think Colton Guns, they've got, like, really, really high hopes for it. Yeah. I, yeah, I think both the both of Billy's kids uh, have potential. I think they're both really good. Austin's definitely got a lot of personality, and Colton yeah. has a lot of in-ring abilities. So if you keep them together as a tag team, they'll be great. And I bet you if you break them up into singles, they can both do something. So, Absolutely. I think, I, yeah, I think they both have I, – I, obviously, there's no guarantees in life, but right. I think they both have very, very high potential to be, yeah. like, crazy good. They have – God, there is so much young talent on this roster. Right. And it's and actually, it, that's actually being like used and like groomed. You know yeah. what I mean? No, like, especially with all the bitching people have done about bringing Derby guys and legends. It's like the amount of like just young, like just breaking in talent that they're using and pushing is amazing. And it's, yeah. they're, they're like, walking that line really well. You've got a, like, uh, just off the top of my head, dude, you got the four pillars, all of which who all of which have been like getting good like work and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia is really is 
like crazy young. He's been doing great. Like you've got both of the both of the guns uh, have mm-hmm. been getting like work and stuff, and they're both young. Um, you got as much as I think that they should scale it. If anything, I think this guy requires more work and shouldn't be shown on TV yet. But, <laughs> however, despite that, you've got Arn Anderson's son. Yeah. Who's on the younger side. I, I believe, I don't think he's that old either. Pretty sure no, he's he, like the youngest, he's like the youngest guy on the fucking roster. Yeah, and I think what, I think you're right that they put him up on the main TV a little bit quick. But I think since then they've pulled him off TV, like the TV. I think he's mostly doing dark. Which yeah. is good for him right now. He needs to really keep working, but there's definitely potential there. You can definitely yeah. see a lot of his father in him, which is great yeah, for sure. And then you also got Dante Martin recently joining Team Taz and whatever they're going to do with him. You know, mm-hmm. oh. you and I both were talking about like the different, like put him in a tag with Hobbs, like, and I said make Top Flight the tag team of Team Taz is like a shocking return. I don't, yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do, but whatever they're gonna do, I think it's gonna be cool. So, yep. Just like yeah, no, God. yeah, and there's and there's so much young talent that like gets to work on dark, and that's part of the reason I want to go back to it, where they get to come in for like one-off shots, but then they keep building. That's what happened with Flago del Sol. So you yeah. get to see all these other new guys come in too. And yep, I really absolutely. Like yeah, that's the other thing. They've got this hot, hot young tag team mm-hmm. in in two. What is it? Two fast, two fuego. <laughs> yeah. You know, two young upstarts, Fuego del Sol and his his rookie sidekick, Fuego Two. Right. Like oh. this this young guy who's come out of nowhere, ready to take the world by storm. Taking the world by storm. And the crowd blows him. Oh my god! Yeah, no, I haven't seen any of that, but I've definitely read about it, and it's it's an amazing idea. But it's also like there's no way that that doesn't bring more heel heat. Like Jesus the crowd Christ. loves him. The, like no joking, all joking aside, like if when he gets in there as Fuego too, he uh-huh. gets cheered. She's really. Oh yep. Oh my god. Oh, that 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 would be amazing! Like that would be amazing if he comes out on like dynamite one week and gets just the biggest cheer, just because he's going to. I don't know if they'll ever have the gumption to do this, but I hope, I pray to the wrestling gods that for for some random dynamite, he has a match as as Cody Rhodes, Uh like maybe like the opening match or something gets booed. And comes back out later in the night in a tag match as Fuego Two. <laughs> that would be and he gets so cheered. Uh, well, speaking of Cody Rhodes, because before, like, like I said, I think we're going to crescendo with MJF and CM Punk because that was just so good. Yeah. Um, speaking of Cody Rhodes, do you, we have to talk about the weight belt incident um, in Chicago. <laughs> There are certain fan bases, there are certain cities that I would not throw stuff into the crowd. Unless you're really over and you know you're Unless you are really over. If you are booed in any way, shape, or form, especially booed like Cody, if you are booed at all, you do not throw things into, into crowds at certain cities. New York, 
Philadelphia, and fucking Chicago. Yep, those three specifically. I, I can't. I don't know if it'll happen elsewhere, but definitely those three. It'll definitely happen in those. Oh yeah, I'm not saying it won't happen everywhere else, but you know it'll happen in those three. Yeah, and I I missed it because I guess I looked away, but I guess Audrey Edwards got hit with the belt when it got thrown back, which is kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she almost. I, I don't know. If she did she get hit? I know she almost got hit. When I saw it, it like looked like it like it, well, like it looked like it like hit her in the arm or something. Yeah, I looked away for a second, so I missed it. But then Jen was watching with me, and she said, "Oh, it hit the referee. That's that sucks." I was like, "Oh man, I don't think they meant to do that because everybody kind of likes Audrey." <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I don't. I don't think it happened on purpose. But like, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is that it did. Like, it either almost or it did. Like, it it was like right around the arm. I know the ropes blocked most of it, but like, right? Yeah, it looked like it was right around the arm. I don't know if she actually got hit or not, but it was so- close. I didn't think anything of it really. Like I thought it was like a weird choice, but it didn't like register with me as much. But um, I read something from Conan. Um, I guess it was on his podcast where he said the fact that Cody, after the belt was taken out of the ring, put under the ring, then asked for it to be brought back to him to put back on. He thought that was fucking crazy because the belt had heat. It's like, what are you doing? Reminding them of that belt by putting it back on. I don't know. If, I don't know if I agree with him hundred percent, but I did think he was odd. So, so I wonder what you thought of him putting the belt back on after it got tossed back to him. It was stupid. Yeah. Unless he's, I, well, I mean, it's either stupid or genius. It's amazing it, how much two are like. <laughs> I man, I don't. I just. I think the issue mm-hmm. is that. We're playing. We're playing chess. Uh-huh. I'm not saying we're playing checkers. I'm not that. I don't think we're that bad. Uh-huh. But I think we're playing chess, trying to figure out Cody Rhodes. Right. And I think Cody Rhodes is playing like 8D, <laughs> fucking like Star Wars chess. Right. Like I don't know. How, like I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I don't know how to put it. Like, cause, yeah, he's either building one of the greatest heel runs in the history of wrestling, or he's very committed to this John Cena thing. But I don't know. I'm very interested to see what happens when they get to Atlanta, because like he's been talking about, like, oh, you know, someplace it's going to be like they're going to boo me, and someplace it's going to be a home game. If he goes into Atlanta and they boo the shit out of him, that that's going to be very telling to like what he should do because then yeah. it's not even like a home game away it's like no they the fans fucking don't like it so yeah we'll have to see I mean they did announce he's going to have that match with Andrade uh, in a street fight so we'll have to see how Atlanta reacts to him yeah the insert city name here street fight yeah I, that is one thing that I think AEW does a little bit too much, where they just like, oh yeah, we're in this city. It's this kind of street fight, I mean, whatever. Yeah, that's that's a little annoying. I don't I don't like that. Yeah, just that's... call it a street fight and be done with it. That's fine. Yeah, just call it a street fight. That's all you gotta do. Street fight. Don't don't use the city name. I mean, it's basically just get a cheap pop, kind of. Yeah. But I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. But I just don't think it's necessary, and I think it's yeah. kind of lame. But. It's... It's like a small, annoying thing that if they keep doing it, I don't care. But it's just like, it's something they could easily just be like, I don't, yeah. it'd be better without it. 
Yeah. Not to yeah. not to make myself sound like I absolutely hate AEW. Mm-hmm. But I will say that there are definitely some things they do that's a little too hokey for my liking sometimes. For as yeah. like for as good and serious as a lot of the wrestling is, sometimes they just do things that are just a little on the hokey end for me. There's something specific you're thinking about besides Orange just, Cassidy, because that's as good. Well, obviously there's Orange Cassidy. I don't, I don't really mind Orange Cassidy all that much, honestly. I didn't I mean, like it at first. At first, I really hated it. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it. I, his first match, I was like, oh, this is fucking stupid. The, mm-hmm. But now I'm like, you know what? I like it. I, I like him. I think what happens is literally just exposure. Because when yeah. you first see it, you're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But after you've watched him for more than a couple of years and you've seen those matches where he does just take it seriously, it's like, oh, this is all just a decision. So it makes it very easy to be like, okay, like because it's a choice he's making, I can, you know, I'm on board for it. Instead yeah. of just being like, just wanting to be, um, like, I don't even think it would work if you were just lazy, but there was definitely the thought of like it could be him just not wanting to put in all the effort all the time and i don't think that's it i think it's all a choice to get himself over so oh absolutely so yeah but yeah no same here i was i was very worried about it and i didn't really um i didn't hate it at first but i was like uh this this will get old fast um but then yeah i just uh, he grew on me and at this point he's like yeah no he's like one of their he's one of the faces of their company yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, so there was that, and then I'm like naming, and like we were just saying, naming every street fight after the city they're in. I, uh, I think that's so dumb and hokey. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. Just they do stuff like that, and like the like for example, like oh, it's a Minneapolis street fight. We got to get a bun cake pan. <laughs> like uh. shit like that, you know. Like I can't wait to see in the Atlanta street fight. What what home what Atlanta local cuisine thing they're gonna use? A basket of peaches, like a bushel. Yeah, oh, they're just, yeah, yeah. Cody Rhodes is just gonna like take a peach out of his out of fucking nowhere and just like smash it on Andrade's head or something. Right. Yeah. So like I said that small thing, but it is annoying. Um. Let's see what else besides the. Uh, the main thing that we're building to, which was the first thing on the night, which was awesome. Um, I really can't think of anything else that's really. Oh, did you? <laughs> did you see? Did you see what happened after Rampage? No, I didn't see anything else. It was really funny. Um, CM Punk came out after Rampage to do like a little. Uh, well, Tony Khan came out, and uh-huh. CM Punk came out too after, and CM Punk came out. Uh, to do like a little speech thingy at the end, and he came out wearing Britt Baker's jacket, <laughs> and he came into the ring and uh, and took the mic and everything. He's like, he's like, as you can see, I'm wearing this jacket. He's like, let this be a lesson to Britt Baker and everyone else in the back of the locker room. Uh, don't leave your shit out. Someone will take it. And then he started singing with the crowd, "Fat Guy in a Little Coat," because he. He, he clearly he, he was like, I clearly do not fit in this thing. I don't know if I can take it off. And oh. he, he couldn't. Tony Khan had to help him get the jacket off. 
Oh, Jesus. Well, that, yeah, I have to look that up. I did not see that. Uh, it was like really I said, funny. I just watched it before I um, uh, before we started recording, so I didn't have a chance to look up to see what happened after. So yeah, yeah, no, it, it was it was funny. All right. Um, well, I think that's about it, except for obviously the main thing, which is the MJF and CM Punk thing. Uh, before we get into it, I want to just throw out what Mark Henry said about it. He basically said that this was like a once in a uh, lifetime experience like we will never see a promo battle like this again our children might get to see it but um, we will never see it again because it's just impossible to get two guys at the top of their game in the rain and just hitting like bomb after bomb at each other it was like amazing and i completely agree with him i just really wanted to throw that out there because was like yeah mark summed that up really well so good job mark um so um, how much, like, how, like, do you want me to, like, take a 15-minute break while you just gush it, or do you want to, like, break down what they said? I mean, ah, God, it was so good. I love, can I, I, I would like to start by saying I love how it progressed. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely in love with how MJF intentionally started off, like, weak. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? To give CM Punk the the whole, like, really? That's it? I'm really disappointed in you. And let that be, like, the catalyst for him to be able to, like, really go. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that was really good. I also like the, um, so I don't know if they talked about this beforehand, but I love the fact that they both start off on opposite corners. And as it progressed, they got closer and closer together. Yeah. Like, that was really cool. Um. I think the one I will say the one thing that I like in retrospect I was like I don't know if this was too much is there was a lot of there to be references but I also in my own head said well that's also CM Punk's career like John Cena and Triple H were very big parts of his like past I, so I think this is so I'm going to I I apologize I'm going to be doing a little bit of a rant here Okay go ahead I think it is so fucking stupid mm. that people think that this is a big deal. We have been, I I can understand it to a point, but it's because we've been, because of the way WWE has always done things combined with how, like, even with like TNA, like when TNA actually like had picked up a little bit and they were no, kind of trying true. to do the WCW thing. There's mm-hmm. always been this idea that you can't talk about another company and or talk about and talk about like what a wrestler did outside of like, like that each company is basically its own little world and the re- everything else doesn't exist. That right. is so fucking stupid and makes absolutely no sense. Where the fuck do you think these people popped up from? You know what right. I mean? Like it makes, why would you not, it makes no sense to not include where they've been in their storytelling. Right. So, it is okay. so fucking stupid. And the only reason we think that that's bad is because mm-hmm. we've been willing to think that. So and it makes I, no sense. The one, per, the, one, the one perspective it makes sense for and the reason that it exists the way it does because of WWE, basically, because they've controlled it, is yeah. that you're giving your competition free advertisement by talking about them on your show. That's why WWE doesn't do it. And the reason I think that some fans 
Um, like like I said, I had to. I, I stopped and thought. It's not something that bothers me offhand, but I know what other people think. So I sometimes find myself like arguing with a phantom person. Um, so some fans, the other issue is that if you're talking about the other company, you're making the other company seem like it's either as important or even maybe more important of the stuff that they did there than what they're doing now. Um, I don't. That makes no fucking sense. Yeah, it's I don't. A, think you're talking about their past, right? It's like it to me. It's like talking about like if you're if like <laughs> if you're let's say you're like I don't know. Let's say you're going out on a date with someone, or like you're dating someone. Let's say, uh-huh. and it's it's. It, it's almost like the the people who are saying that are the same same people who go on a date with someone and want to know absolutely nothing about their past. Right. Like, oh no, it just didn't exist. It's like, no, this person had a life before before you slash before this company. Like right. it's a part of them. You shouldn't pretend like it doesn't exist. Like and fans thinking that so I can understand it from the company's point of view, mm-hmm. I guess, to a degree, like not wanting to give another company's name any credence. Although right. I think that personally, I think that's just you being a little pussy and like afraid of your own shadow and not thinking your own stuff's good enough. Right. Again, if you think your own Vince stuff's good enough, you shouldn't fucking care. Right. That's Vince McMahon's philosophy. Clearly, Tony Khan doesn't share that philosophy. And a lot of wrestlers have over the years, but. Yeah, that's why it's so prevalent is because of Vince. Yeah, so. well, no, I already know that. The, we've been groomed to think that this is bad because of the way WWE has, like, basically has always done it. And right. it's the same reason. I, the only reason I bring up TNA is because they're like the only real other company, I guess, you know, that's gotten close. Right. Quote, yeah, unquote, close. Because it had a lot of WWE talent on it. And they did the same thing. They kept every. They didn't mention it ever. Yeah. Well, again, okay. So there was a lot of old school promoters that wouldn't do it either. But then, what? One of the things that launched WCW into being number one for at least a hot minute was the fact that they talked about WWF and like not only talked about them, gave away their stuff, but because they did that, they broke that mold. That's part of what you know launches the Attitude Era. Um, yeah. But, but at the same time, Vince never, like, as much as he took from WCW to make his attitude error that, you know, we all know, he never broke that line. Like, when the Radicals come in, they're just four guys from a different company. It wasn't like they're WCW guys, you know. Yeah, so Again, I just it, I just think it's stupid. I think it's, I've always thought it was the dumbest shit. Yeah. And I just, I needed to rant about it a little bit because I've gotcha. seen so many people complain and if it, if the if this promo battle wasn't as amazing as it was mm-hmm. i probably wouldn't care as much about people like trying to belittle it or whatever and right. trying to find cracks in the armor this was so good that people trying to the only people trying to really bring it down are people who are like deliberately against like AEW, you know what I mean? Right. No, and those types of people are using that kind of shit, and that's why I have to destroy them. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it'd be nice if they if um, it wasn't a thing because again, it wasn't even like the internet for me. It was literally just I heard the other people in my head as I was watching. So instead of me just getting to enjoy what I've seen, it caused a, a snafu, like a snag in my brain that I had to argue for myself. So yeah. I, I appreciate your rant. It helps quiet the voices. No, I know. You don't mention the other company. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking do. CM Punk was the, like, his, he is a, he is a household name because of, because he was in WWE and because of what he did there. He is on AEW and is a big deal because of what he did in WWE and because of, like, the rivalries and stuff that he had there and his story there. Right. To not to not talk about that is basically not utilizing CM Punk, right? If you to to utilize CM Punk to his fullest, you need to include his his career, right? And that career is in the WWE, and you can't make it sound stupid and just be like, "Well, I know in the other place." We also also. Can't use the can't say the company name because you don't want to give credence to them. Everyone knows what the other fucking company is. Yeah, that you say also, the other will, guys. We know who the fucking other guys are. Yeah, I will say part of that is though the WWE is very litigious, and if you say their name on the air, they will sue. They will try and sue at least, and that can cause some issues. So that might be part of it. Just hedging your bet because I remember. I remember back we watched the the Nitro. There was a Nitro where um, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name off of um. Oh, Ming. It was Ming. He uh, Bobby Heenan called him Haku, which was his WWF name. The next week they had to apologize for that because clearly WWF like lawyers got in, you know involved and tried to like take it to court because they used the name Haku. So like I think that's the main thing as far as like saying the other company, it's not about like, if you're going to talk about it, you're going to talk about it. It's about let's not get sued. Um, that's why I loved how MJF said like, um, you should be out here you know, preaching hustle, loyalty and respect instead of saying, yeah, you're well, that's, a, they're not, yeah. that's the other thing. He, and I don't think you can get sued for saying WWE. Using their, using yeah. their, I mean, using their like wrestlers, like, mm-hmm. Name dropping their wrestlers, like name dropping Triple H and John Cena directly. Yes, I can understand that, but they're not doing that. You're you're yeah. telling you're you're telling the story without having to like directly name them. Yeah, I would Which really is love fine. To know, There's no problems in that. Yeah, I'd really love to know the actual line though. Of like, do they get in trouble every time? Like uh, Jr. says, Brian, uh, Brian, Dan- yeah, now I'm doing it right. Daniel Bryan instead of Brian Danielson. Um, or do they get in trouble every time they see WWE? Or where does that line hit where it's like that's where they like get the, the letter from the lawyer and the possibility? Because even if they can't win, WWE will just take you to court to fucking bleed money out of you. They can do that. Um, yeah. I will I say, I think if that was happening, we'd know about it. Yeah. I feel like it hasn't happened yet. I'm just saying, I wonder like what's the line where they think it's actionable? Like yeah. Brian Danielson saying WrestleMania, is that enough? Or I I really don't know. So I'm just interested. I would imagine but, not because again we didn't we haven't heard of anything yet, so I doubt it. Yeah. But 
but yeah, sorry. I just, I had to, I had to say that because like I said, I just. Gotcha. Well, so, okay. Something similar in the same vein, but not, and I'm not kind of on the opposite end. I'm very annoyed with like dirt sheet articles where they'll be talking about a guy in AW and they always say former WWE like superstar first. Like, it could be Miro when he was in the middle of the TNT championship. Instead of saying current AEW champion in the title of the article, they'll say former WWE superstar does this. And it's just, that annoys the hell out of me. That has nothing to do with AEW. I just, like, they are more than just being WWE. They're more than their past. Like, you should really be talking about them as far as, like, their present, um, what they're doing. But, um, yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. I it's yeah, now I'm gonna sound like a complete fucking hypocrite, <laughs> but it's it's different. It's a different thing. You're not Yeah. Your dirt sheets are definitely because that it's not their company. They're reporting. To, yeah. They're essentially re- they're reporting news, so it's different. Right. And they're choosing to like put the the fact that these guys were in WWE over the fact of whatever they're doing now. Even if they're a current champion or whatever, they're doing that just to like basically get more people. Well, they're doing it to get more people to look at it because, for all for all intents and purposes, WWE is like the bigger name. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's only it's only to a certain degree because it's not like they. I'm trying to think of an example now. Uh. Hmm. Because, like, if... No, because he was only in... I was, I was going to say Kenny Omega as an example, but he was never really on... Yeah. Rest. He was never really on their, like, show or anything. He was just in their... He was just, tra- he was just in their, like, training stuff. Yeah. Like, oh. almost always it's because WWE is the bigger name. So... They, they, in their, you know, they, they're thinking if we put WWE first, that has a more draw to it. So more people will look at what I'm writing. Right. No, I understand what their thought process is. It just annoys me. Um, yeah. That's fine. Uh, so let's see. I think, but yeah, as far as like the promo thing itself, that was really just, again, a snag that wasn't even from my own brain. It was just me thinking about the internet. Um, the actual promos were awesome. Uh, I can't wait to see what's actually going to come of this. Like as far as the match uh, that we're going to get to have, I mean, I love how Cena. Uh, just because we got, well, I mean, we got to talk about the promo itself here. Yeah. Like the fact that. Uh, so one thing I love from MJF, MJF, I, I mean, that's a lot of stuff, but said he's going to verbally finish you. Uh, he said, "Punk, I'm about to verbally finish you quicker than your UFC career." Oh, that was really he good. Said, you have your pipe bombs, but I'm MJF and I drop nukes. Oh, if he wasn't so good, it would be really hard to not want to strangle him. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, CM Punk, you know, saying stuff like, I'm so disappointed in you. You know, he's like, I was surprised when you introduced yourself to me. He's like, I had no idea your name was Max. This whole time I thought MJF stood for my jealous fan. <laughs> oh, I did. I did love the, like the start off of like, um, all I've heard is how good MJF is and how no one can shut him up and I shut him up without saying a word. And it's like, oh yeah, he totally did shut him up without saying yeah. a word. That's awesome. But he, MJF called CM Punk 
PG Punk. Uh, I think PG Punk might be my favorite, although I really did enjoy Punky as well. Punk, yeah, just calling him Punky and dude, PG Punk though. Yeah, that really got me. I was like, oh, oh, that was good. That was good. Uh, no, it's just yeah. There's nothing. And then he just called him PG for the rest of the sh- for the rest of the promo battle. And that that was the other thing. I was like, oh my god, this is as close as you're ever going to see in wrestling to just a rap battle. That's literally what they're doing. Yeah. Just, yeah, it was awesome. But, um, yeah, but then, yeah, MJF said, you know, you might as well be out here preaching hustle, loyalty, and respect. <laughs> but then he followed that up with, except here's the problem, PG. I can see you. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. There's, there were, like, as far as, like, the promos themselves, there was nothing. There was nothing about them that wasn't great like seeing punk saying that the only way MJF will ever really matter is if we wait long enough for Tony to have a daughter that he can marry. Like, that, that was, was so good. Oh, that was so good. And then when uh when CM Punk was like, you know, you keep preaching about these four pillars, uh about how like you're you're part of the four pillars and everything, he's like, you didn't even realize you've already been replaced by Britt Baker. He really does, like, he must really, I don't know this because I haven't read anything, but, like, seen an interview, but he must be really a big fan of her because whenever he gets the chance, he puts Britt Baker on the page, like, every yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. No, he, I think I think it's pretty clear that he's a huge Britt Baker fan. And, I mean, honestly, to be fair, how could you not be? She is so good. Yeah. Like, she is, like, she is so freaking talented. I, I want to take a minute just to acknowledge the fact of the growth because when we started this podcast and we would talk about it, her stuff was not our favorite. We did not like. Oh, absolutely. The fact that in less than two years, because it was in the middle of the dynamite stuff, she's completely turned around being like that good. It's amazing. It really deserves a lot of credit. Also, yeah. I just, I've been forgetting to mention this, but I wanted to point out the referee in the AEW has actually gotten a lot of better over the last like few months. Um, I very rarely now is it sticking out to me of like a weird referee thing in the match. I don't know what they did, but I think they're they're really clicking as referees too. So that 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 was a yeah. point out earlier that I think resolved for the most part. So yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, I love another what is another thing CM Punk said. He's like, I was selling out men's Madison Square Garden while you were making or marking out for Rosie O'Donnell. I did like that he preferences just because he knows the internet. He was like, and this, the timetable might not work out, but yeah, <laughs> just because clearly it wouldn't work out. But yeah, no, that was that was a good one. I knew he was going to bring up Rosie at some point. And then to keep with the idea of AEW loves to kill, of uh, well, loves to make references to killing people like Armed Anderson and his Glock. CM Punk said, "Don't worry, you'll make the New York Times again." But this time in the obituaries. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing but good to say about the actual promo. Um, I, like I said, I can't. I don't know if they're going to pull this out to the next pay per view, which I'd be fine with, or if it's going to be like mm-hmm. a is coming match, which is also possible. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But either way, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them actually wrestle. So. Uh, I think that's about it. I did want to. I think we should probably mention that uh, Brian Danielson might be a heel now, but maybe not. Might. 
Yeah, you know, he might. He might be a heel now. The reason I say might is because he, like he said, he came out and said in the same interview where I was like, I'm not a heel, I'm just being myself. So it might be that he's not going to change his tactics, but he's just going to be more himself. Sort of like how, like, when he did the whole eco thing, he wasn't technically yeah. being any different. He was just being more verbal about it. So, so maybe, I, mean, I don't know. Everyone loves Daniel, or everyone loves Brian Danielson. Everyone mm-hmm. loves Dragon. You right. know, everyone loves themselves some Dragon. And, but like, and he is a great face. But like, sweet Jesus, he is such a good heel. Yeah. Like you go back to all the way back to ROH when he was this just cocky douchebag. Like that. That's basically what he's doing right now. He's basically going back to his ROH heelness. Where he right. was just a cocky asshole kicking people's fucking heads off. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to that match very much. He, yeah. Whether or not this he is, wants to admit that he's a heel, he's, he's done a very good job of making himself feel very heely. I don't think they've actually named who he's going to be wrestling in Atlanta. Um, it's it's uh it's a it's Alan Angels. Okay. I didn't know which one because he said there was a couple from Atlanta. I didn't know. Who, I don't know Yeah, yeah, no, I I think they announced it was Angels. Okay, that that should be a really good match. So Um, he's the next. uh, He he's he's the next corpse. The last uh, bit of AEW news before we get to our question, I guess, would be uh, Jr. is going to be taking a sabbatical for at least a few. I don't know how long it's going to take, but at least a few months to get treatment for his skin cancer. So we won't have Jim Ross around for a while. And for what it's worth, I think it's important to say here that you know we, we obviously always love Jim Ross. We, we have nothing but great things to say about him, so I hope he gets better and gets back up and commentary as soon as possible. So Yeah. I think that's I think that wraps it up for the news. Um, unless you have anything else, we can move on to our question, which is also AEW related. Um, we'll see what we have to say about it. No, uh, I think that's it for the news. I would just like to point out, I would have loved to have known what the question was beforehand. Well, I think I told you this a couple of weeks ago. So hopefully oh, you'll good. have a, like, that's part of the problem is like, I think I told you on our last episode. Um, oh, good. We were going to talk about, me. sorry, I didn't remind you beforehand, but I think when you hear <laughs> it again, you'll have something to say about it. And if that's not, I, I have something to say about it anyway. Um, we're going to talk about a, what AEW needs to get to the next level. What are they missing? That like because they're doing really well, but they're just just shy of like taking off to like the the levels of the oh. or um, WCW. So oh you yeah, you did say that, and I and I did say I had something to say about, but now I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Sorry. Um, sorry about the false start there, buddy. Had to yep. check if uh, jam for something. Um, and sorry everybody for the abrupt edit. That was literally just the app kicking us out for some reason. I don't know why. Whatever. Um. So yeah, we were about to just get into our question. Did you have some like while we we're waiting to get that loaded? Did you have some time to think about what you were gonna say when we thought about this the other week? If not, I'll start because I have a um, well. I have a pretty good one. Yeah. yeah, so basically, well, what I said, I, I said basically it, it, it all comes down to one word. So mm-hmm. there's not, at least for me, there's not a huge conversation to be had 
because it basically just comes down to time. Okay. Um, like they, they've only, they just started. So all they just need is time, time to grow. Mm-hmm. And in that growth, eventually they'll get bigger. But I did the one other thing I did also say is I don't want, I don't need or want them to get as big as WWE. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't, we don't need a company to mm-hmm. rule. We're not, we're not Lord of the Rings. We don't need one company to rule them all, you know? Right. Oh, okay. Well, so I, I get you and I understand why you, why you feel that way. But I want to point out that what I'm looking for is not necessarily getting bigger than WWE. What I'm looking for is for them to um, permeate the popular culture in a way that hasn't been done since the Attitude Era. I want I want the I want people to be watching. I want the the casual fans that were like so rabid in the nineties to come back and and not just to make the company bigger, just to like just because just because it makes wrestling so much more cool when everybody's kind of in on it. That's what I'm kind of looking for. Um, and I think I time is definitely a factor that could help. But I think, honestly, the real thing that they need is the same thing that Vince needed in 95, which is a hit. Um, like, I heard this story from Bruce Pritchard that, like, somebody that worked in the backs while they were in, like, the worst troubles in the 90s was saying, oh, oh Vince needs is a hit. And then he got Stone Cold Steve Austin and the rocket ship took off. So that's sort of what AEW needs. They need a hit. They need an NWO. They need an Austin. But the problem is I don't know what that looks like in 2021. It's not just the carbon copy of those things. It, it's just, I don't know. I What I keep looking for is like that person that I think that can jump to that next level. And I don't know if I, it's hard for me to know who it is because it's not a simple matter of being over because like they have plenty of people that are over. Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, MJF, um, CM Punk. They have plenty of homegrown talent that's over, but they're not that over. They're not The Rock over, Stone Cold over, Hulk Hogan over. Um, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering about specifically. And maybe part of the question is like, who do you think, if anybody in the company currently has the ability or is on the way to getting to that level, or is there anybody well, at the moment that you could think of? Yeah. I what I would say is a part of that. Is having a character uh, like that, it basically, how do I put it? Basically, like, speaks to not only wrestling fans, mm-hmm. but like speaks to normal people of today's <laughs> world. Right. You know, like, for example, you know, Hogan in the 80s, it was very much like a, I mean, well, wrestling in the 80s, I think was like a more okay thing to be uh, like popular anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Part it wasn't as... Because they were aiming towards kids. So it's easier to like aim stuff towards, you know, colorful stuff towards kids than to try and grab adults. Yeah. And one of the things with Hogan at least from you know from my from what i have always like watched of it back then not that i was like alive back then but i mean like when i watched it like going back um 
is it was a very Hogan was like very for a lot of for a lot of like WWE I felt like he was very patriotic mm-hmm. and that kind of was you know 80 the 80s were also a time of like and this is kind of why Vince McMahon likes these things now because he never he never grew out of this but you know the 80s were a very superhero like comic booky time Mm-hmm. and also a very like patriotic time because he had like you know like cold war shit going on right. um Everybody stuff like was that making money like it was all about money and go 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 but it was like very prosperous at least for a lot of people and hogan spoke to that though hogan was a you know the american way and like you know the like superhero-y kind of thing and that mm-hmm. shit was really a big deal in the eighties. So it spoke mm-hmm. not only to wrestling fans, but people in general. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, it got to the point where I think Hulk Hogan, there's an episode of cheers where they're actually watching wrestling. I think it was a Hogan match, which stuck out to me when I rewatched, I was like, Oh wow. That's, that's deep cultural um, integration right there. When you're on like uh, one of the biggest sitcoms of the era. Yeah, Exactly. Right. And, you know, like, Stone Cold had it, too, in, like, the... But it was it was more of the, you know, everyone has a boss you want to beat the shit out of kind right. of thing. You know, and right. this guy gets to, you know, gets to beat up his boss on a weekly basis, you know, and, you know, drinks beer, swears, you know, his, you know, and the 90s had a... a that's basically a lot of young adults, you know, not just wrestling fans, but just, you know, people in general. So it spoke to a lot of, a lot of people back then because of that. Right. So you need a person that's going to speak to whatever, you know, people are today, but you also, it's harder to do that because people aren't really allowed to be like, um, I don't know how to put it because people aren't uh, like things like wrestling and stuff. You're not really allowed to comment on the world at large as like as straightforward mm-hmm. as like you were in the past. You know what I mean? Like you can't like as far as like the art form goes, they can't like play off of what's going on in the world as much because people will like descend on them if they yeah. step out of line. Also, um, also the country, I mean, the world in general is just like a lot more divided than it used to be. Right. And, you know, like like in the 90s, for example, everyone you know, the you know, everyone had a boss they want. Like, that was like one of the big things, you know, is just like like there weren't, there weren't. I guess the, there weren't a lot of like bigger things going around to really like harp on in like the rest, like that like wrestlers could use. You know what right. I mean? So what they had was, you know, everyone, everyone hates their boss. Everyone wants to beat up their boss. They can't do it, so they have they can watch this guy that's basically doing it for them. Right. Uh, but nowadays. You can't really, you can't really, um, 
like, first of all, you can't do something like that specifically because that's been played out so much in wrestling that it's basically dead. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, so you can't use that. And there's not really anything else you can really use because, like, the normal world, I mean, honestly, the wrestling world is divided too, but in a different way. Um, the normal world is so divided that you're not going to be able to do something that's going to generate a lot of normal fans because right. if they try to do something like that, what you'll actually, you'll end up isolating a, a bunch of normal fans. And in the process of doing that without really realizing it, probably isolate some of your wrestling fans as well, who happen to have those same kind of like ideals or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. So basically what you're saying is that um, I, the long that I want to say and I feel like this comes off as me preachy, being preachy, but it's I, I don't mean it that way, is that basically you won't be able to have something like that happen again until the world isn't, until the country and everything isn't so divided and, and politicized and everything. I mean, I guess it's possible. Like, you're, you might be right, because um, it has been a long time. I wouldn't even put John Cena in the same category as the other three people I named. He was a huge star. But I don't think he got to that level. Um, it's just, it's it's the level. If you like to give it an idea, it's the level of you've never watched a thing of wrestling in your life, like you you know nothing about it, but you know who that person is. You know what they do. Like, uh, John Cena actually was probably he was he was probably right there. He got close, but I think what happened was. Before he crossed that line just from wrestling, he jumped over to movies, and movies pushed him to the point where he is, where, he, where I would say oh, he's Oh, yeah, that you level. know what? That's a good point. But it's not the wrestling. That's actually thing. a really good point. Yeah. Cause for, especially because for, the, for it to help the company, for it to help the wrestling business in general, it has to be generated through the wrestling before you make that jump. Because yeah. that's... That's what helps the come like for the individual. It's, it doesn't matter, but for the wrestling industry, that's what needs to happen. Yeah, um, no, that's a really good point. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, you might be right. I, I don't ever like to say it can't happen, like because again, it's usually no matter how good you are, it usually is a complete left field thing when this sort of thing happens. Um, I, I think everybody kind of knew that Hogan would, was going to be big, um, and they, and like, um, in, uh, AWA, I don't think they understood what Hulkamania was going to be. Uh, same thing with Austin and the rock. I think they, you always know that these guys are going to do well, but what's going to be that thing that clicks with the, the outside world well, is really hard to tell. I would make the same argument for the rock. I, I, I think the rock didn't become like household name like normie household name until he was doing movies yeah that might be true because yeah i i would say the rock rock was uh right on that threshold too but yeah it's definitely the movies that sort of pushed him up into that next level yeah um, yeah i would say austin was the only one who really made it there without obviously without like movies and shit yeah and I think Hogan too. I mean, Hogan did like Rocky three, but I don't think it was the movie that really put him over the top. I think it was the fact that he was over the top got him Rocky three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. No, I, I meant out of like I, I strictly meant out of like Attitude Era. Yeah, so you're right. I think that that means that it's been a very long time since we've had that person in wrestling that 
uh, or entity, because I would say the NWO was getting kind of got there, even though it wasn't mm, um, yeah. um, as an entity. It did, but even an entity, I don't know if there's anything else that I that um has really got over like that. And I, I, but I think I, for my part, maybe it's just me being optimistic. I don't think it's impossible. I just don't know who it could be. Um, and I, 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 don't, know. I don't think it's impossible. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess what I mean more is it's not possible unless something outside of the, re- and unless something in the regular world changes, I think okay. it's impossible in, in in the world slash country's current state, I think it's impossible. Might be. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to see. And um, in the meantime, we'll just have to hope that like that next person, you know, just comes out of nowhere. Well, they never come out of nowhere, but you know what I mean. Like just for yeah. whatever reason, finds the the voice that carries over. Um, but yeah, other than that, time will be a factor. I think your answer is correct. Um, I'm just impatient. I, I know. I don't want to <laughs> have to wait the 30 years that it might take for that to work up over time for them to really establish their brand in the mainstream. At least give them 10. A 10 <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I completely agree that that'll work. I'm just saying, like, but man, if a Stone Cold Steve Austin or Hulk Hogan just walked through the door right now, not actually those guys, but you know what I mean, that yeah. would really help the process a lot. No, um, it's definitely just in, in, it's definitely impatience playing a part, which yeah. I will say I don't quite understand. Just because I like I personally I'm happy, yeah. like I, I I I don't need them. I don't need them to cross over to the. I think your I think your thing. And obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're, I believe that your thing is that you don't think AEW can stick around on TV unless mm-hmm. they attract normal people. Uh, yeah, that is, that's probably, which I don't think it. is the case. No, you, you might be right, but like I have been burned before. Like I, like, I was a huge WCW fan. They were the biggest company in the world for like a couple of years and then they were gone. And then yeah, I really got into they TNA it up. and then access, bam, done. So yeah, like they, I've seen it they fucked it up. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is gonna happen with AEW. I'm saying that because of those past experiences, it makes me want to solidify their footprint now so that I know it'll be there going in the future and I don't have to look for a future in like five, six years where I'm like, yeah. okay, let's get back into WWE. Woo, Dave. And just have to continue to watch whatever the fuck Vince or at that point if Stephanie's taking over or whatever, you know, whatever they're putting out. That's what, I, that's what I'm afraid of because it's happened to me more than once in my lifetime as a wrestling fan. So, so yes, yeah. that is part of it. I mean, I just... Yeah, I I don't. Well, I mean, if we're going based off that, I will say that I do think it's impossible for it to become uh, a normie homestay. Everyone in the like, even normal people watch it that quickly. I do yeah. think that's impossible. Yeah, no, it needs time to build the brand. I'm I'm just looking for that like that thing that like solidifies it so that it's a thing that can't be killed easily if that makes sense um, yeah i mean it, i don't think that ex- that that doesn't exist without yeah. time to develop it's that simple there yeah. is no 
there's no alternative to that. At this moment, its biggest asset, honestly, is one, if the network that they're working with is happy, which generally it seems like they are, and two, two, how much money Tony Khan will be able to put into it. And they do have a lot of money, a lot more than Vince. So it it comes down to like how much are they willing to – I don't even think they are working at a loss overall, but like how much are they willing to risk in order to let it have that time to build? Um, Yeah. I think overall, he like the, that family has shown that they're willing to, you know, let it go, like let it go to a pretty good extent. Maybe not as far as like Ted Turner did, where he didn't give a fuck what they did as long as they had programming on his station. But um, that had its own drawbacks, as I mentioned before, or will mention again. So, mm-hmm. I honestly, I as far as I can tell, I mean, I'm pretty sure AEW is like. Aside from maybe aside from maybe the NBA, AEW is probably the most popular thing on on like that broadcasting network. You know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely seems like it because the only other thing I can think of besides the NBA that they do is like a lot of movies where it's like Yeah, most, exactly. Yeah. In in terms of like live and in terms of like live programming, that's aside from basketball and I guess now they just added hockey, but like mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and I mean, it's, I, I would assume AEW, especially for like, especially for TV purposes, right. AEW has to be drawing good numbers for that station. Yeah, that's what I would assume too, but I have, I have no idea. Like, that's just one part that's kind of blank to me, but um, yeah, so in, in closing, Tony Khan, who I know is a great listener of the show, please don't break my heart again. I can't take it again. It, it just, I can't do it can't um but other than that i think you know, that pretty much wraps it up for this week uh next week and AEW is the number at least in terms of just to give it a little bit more at least in terms of like fan voting for like the station AEW is the number one rated show on this on tnt that's good yeah no that that's definitely that that definitely helps me feel a little bit better doesn't mean i still don't want them to have their uh, Stone Cold show up, but means that I'm less like um, nervous about it, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll, I don't know what we're doing next week yet. We haven't really talked about it. Um, we did discuss like doing uh, Beast Wars, so we might do that next week. Uh, DJ Madman said that he wanted to be a part of that, so I'll have to see if he wants Ooh. to do it. If not, we'll figure something else out. Yeah, um, yeah we, we're pretty much open up at this point. Uh, next week will be second episode of Voyager coming up uh, for uh, Chaos the Final Frontier. And um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, December's still kind of open. January is going to, I can already tell you, is going to be uh, the next round of pay per views from WWE and WCW. I'm really looking forward to that. So keep listening to those. And, uh, yeah, we'll just keep talking about AEW and other wrestling news as it pops up on Chaos and Ringside. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add today, buddy? Uh, I appreciate everyone listening to us that does listen to us. And, uh, yeah, hope everyone has a great night whenever they listen to this or day. And see you guys next time. Have a good night, everybody. Do see you.